Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, the therapy session is underway on a Sunday night. What a difference a weekend makes. We left here Friday night, Jim. Padres had one, two straight. They're wearing pretty uniforms. They were scoring runs. Last two days, they scored one run. They were shut out today. Really embarrassed today, 12 nothing. I mean, Mackenzie Gore wasn't good. That's a huge story. But this offense, you know, look at the lineup they put out there today. Just just read through it. Read through the names of the lineup they put no, out there. Today. I don't want to. And ask yourself, how on earth are they going to win any games in Colorado, even at home against Arizona? I mean, this is a dangerous time right now for the Padres who need to get healthy. And you would think A.J. Preller's got to be on the phones as well. Just three weeks to go until that trade deadline. Padres shut out today. By the Giants, who had lost eight of nine before Saturday. Padres, though, lose 12 nothing. It's the wrap up show with John and Jim, presented by Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. As you make your way in, please make sure to subscribe if you're a Padres fan. That's the only thing we ask. Please subscribe to this channel. We have year round Padres content for you. Smash the like button for us as well and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. As always, if you want to make sure we'll get your comment here tonight, you can hit that super button. It's down below. The dollar sign down below. If you hit that super button, we'll make sure to get your comment here tonight. You can become a member as well by clicking the join button next to the subscribe button to get custom emojis. But Jim, uh, concerning times right now for the Padres who fall eight games out of first place in the National League West. Eight games. I feel like you can kiss the division goodbye officially. Yeah, I right? agree with you. Yeah, that's I that's do. not even forget on. about that thing. That shouldn't be on anybody's radar at this point. The only thing that should be on people's radars is this team playing better and making the postseason. And then I put it out on Twitter. I don't think it's a dumb question at all. Like, do you think this Padres team is going to make the playoffs? Because uh, they're what two and a half games up on the three final wild card, three and a half three up and on half. three and a half up. That can be made up in a second. Oh, definitely. One and with the way easy. this team is playing, with the offense that this team has, um. Just one bad four-game trip in Colorado could you could be out of the postseason. You could be out of the playoff picture right now. Like, think about that. Well, that's a question for the chat, Jim. I mean, answer. Do you think there's a playoff team? Yes or no? Put it in the chat as we get started on this Sunday night. I'm with you. I think it's a very legitimate question. Now, if you look at sites like Fangraphs, Fangraphs still has the Padres at over eighty percent. I think if you look at Baseball Have Reference, they seen their September that? schedule. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I mean, six teams are going to make the playoffs. And there's Have only eight teams in their can. September schedule, but there's only eight teams that can like legitimately there's only eight teams that can. So like you got a decent chance just to make it because because someone's going to fall off. Now is it the Padres? Maybe mm -hmm. fell off I'm last a, year. I'm uh, putting a poll in the, ch in the chat, John. Do it. All right. Do you think this Padres team will make the playoffs? Uh, I mean, if you ask me right now, I'd say it's 50-50, and that's Oops. probably because I've been watching these last two days. I think in actuality, it's probably higher than that. But I look at this lineup, and I saw um, – I want to pull up this um, 
let's see this chat from Ben Fadden, our buddy at Talking Friars. And I don't disagree with this, that it's surprising to see people saying get rid of Preller, obviously, in season. That's never going to happen in a million years. But the injuries, whatever, I mean, that's going to happen with all big league teams. I don't think he can use that as an excuse. And yeah, you're right, Ben. We don't know what he's going to do with the deadline, but the deadline didn't save him last year. And the deadline didn't improve this team in 2020. So there's no guarantee that A.J. Preller's next three weeks are what this team needs. We hope it's what this team needs, but what if he can't improve this team? I think you just go back to like the big picture and it just kind of, you're kind of perplexed at how many holes this team has with the payroll it has. And you're wondering to yourself, okay, starting pitching, you know, it's going to have ups and downs. It's pretty good overall, but the offense, oh my mm. God. Oh my God, even with Tatis in there, yep. it is still like, what the what the hell are we doing here? You know, and yes, they're dealing with some injuries. Profar's out, yep. Tatis Kim. is out, Kim is out. Um, so it's going to look really bad. Myers yep. is Myers out. Myers has been out for forever. It's going to look very bad right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, even with those guys in the lineup, you're still warning yourself, is this good enough? You know, like, listen to this, Jim, and, and you know it because you saw it like I did. I mean, your lineup today, five through nine, is this right? No, six, seven, eight, nine is Hosmer, Zokar, Rooker, Abrams. No, <laughs> excuse me, five through nine. Hosmer, Zokar, Rooker, Abrams, Batten. Like, what are the chances you're winning that game other than an amazing outing from your starter? I mean, what are the chances you win that game? Well, it's crazy. One in you seven? Could, I mean, you look at the Giants lineup. The Giants lineup's not that I mean, the Giants lineup's not great, but they got their ass kicked today. The Padres did. Padres did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, but the, the Giants are thrown out there. Like, I mean, Darren Ruff, veteran hitter. Wilmer Flores, veteran hitter. Joey Bard. I, I don't know. I, I take this. Mike Yastrzemski kills the Padres. Mm-hmm. Was, you know? was Jock Peterson playing today? He did not play today. Right, and he's their all-star. Yep. You know, so. Let's start uh, with some supers. Let's get to right. these supers. Thanks, guys, for hanging out again as you make your way in. The only requirement if you're a Padres fan is to subscribe and smash the like button for us. Other than that, you can support with the supers. There's a link down below and the memberships. If you want custom emojis and badges, there's a link for join down below as well. So Vector53 gets us started. Vector53, thank you for the super. Thank Greatly you. Appreciate it. He says, um, similar to some of the angles we discussed a year ago, Jim, he says he wishes that A.J. Preller was fired last year, but of course he was extended after the 2020 season. You know, I, I think we both posed it as like, this would be it. Like, this has got to be it. You know, and I, and I feel know like that's right. And I feel like last year too, after the collapse and the whole Tingler debacle, you're like, how can you be given another ch- another ch- another chance? But he was. Because Seidler has, at times, you could say maybe blind faith in A.J. Preller. Mm -hmm. And he also just signed a contract extension at the end of 2020 through 2026. So to fire a guy after you just signed to a contract extension for that long, you know, that's kind of unheard of. And especially to sign a guy to that long of a contract after what they did just in 2020 is still kind of mind-blowing to me as well. Like, really? We're going to base this off of a 60 game season. Okay. Let's get maybe, maybe give them a little uh, 162 game year before we, before we truly know, you know, 
Right, because and, where was he going? Like, was he was he in danger of leaving the Padres for another organization? He's not going to the Yankees. He's not going to the Red Sox. He's not going to like the Giants. He wasn't going no, to the Big based Time on Twenty Twenty. No. So, I think that this year, and then there you hear you hear a lot of people say, you know, we've had, you know, Bernie Wilson, AC, like everybody that covers the Padres, Dennis. You know, it's not a make or break year for for Preller, and I think that should that's that. That's wrong if it's not because how much longer can this organization deal with not making the postseason in a full 162 game season and the amount of money you're paying for a roster that has just a handful of holes in it. So while I do think Preller has done some really good things, absolutely. He's done some really good things with his team, but it in year eight, to still have the question of can he build a winning roster? That's too long, man. It's too long. It's been so a long time. If he doesn't make, if this team does not make the postseason this year, um, then from me, you will be hearing that it probably is time for a change. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like you said, it's interesting. Those that cover the team regularly or around the franchise regularly. People like Scott Miller and Dennis Lynn and Kevin Acey do not believe that AJ yeah. Preller's last year with the organization will be this year, regardless of what happens right. in the second half of this year. Um, I want to get to these supers. Uh, Jesse, thank you for the super. Thanks for hanging out in Hawaii as always. Again, you can use that super chat by clicking the dollar sign down below thank to support you, this channel. We'll get to your comments if you do that. Um, and he says, well, we got some cash for Cano. That's something. Yeah, you saw Kevin Acey broke that story initially. That Robinson Cano surprisingly was traded to Atlanta for cash considerations, but maybe that does um, paint the picture of where AJ Preller is needing some dollars, potentially approaching the deadline to make moves because this organization led by Peter Seidler may be, we don't know the answer to this, but may be unwilling to go over the CBT number. I know Dennis Lynn wrote about that again today. There's a scenario where they go over, but there's a very realistic scenario where they do not go over. And a number of these moves they've made, Jim, this offseason, this past offseason and this year are made where they're getting some money back because clearly they're right up against that CBT number. Um, How much do you want to bet that Cano will rake at the big league level for the Braves? I actually, I DM, someone was DMing me about it and I said he was going to hit 302 with 13 home runs in the second half. Yep. You know it's gonna happen. Like it's gonna happen. Um it is it is interesting. Like you're trading Cano, okay, whatever, but for just straight up cash. And if you read a oh, if yeah. you read Dennis Lynn's article a couple of days ago, he mentioned how according to whatever site it is that tracks, you know, a team's payroll, they're at like two hundred and twenty eight point five million dollars. They're like a million dollars to work with, 1.4, something 1. like that. 1.4 million dollars to work with. And one of the guys who is making uh, a pretty good amount of money this year that I pitched today, and I asked the question, like, what is Denelson Lamette? I mean, there's $5 million right there that is just kind of being wasted. Right, and even if they trade it, it's only going to be like a million dollars. And still, savings. right, exactly. So because it's going to be two thirds of the way through the year. Yep, you wasted two and a half million doing what? A ten ERA. Yeah, and again today he was bad after pitching well in AAA. Yeah. 
Let's get to another super here from uh, our buddy Vector53. Thank you again. He says like it feels like 2020 was a fluke season as time passes, and I don't disagree with that. What I would nice. say is that, yes, it was. <laughs> well, this is what I would say. We don't know. I mean, the season's not over. I would just say that 2022 is feeling more like 2021 as time passes. And you hate to say that because you, I, I, I want to believe that it's not, and I want to believe that because of the pitching they have. With Darvish, Musgrove, Manaya, Snell's been coming on of late, Clevenger, Martinez, you know, Gore's dipped off, and he's probably going to be, I mean, that's going to be a question for the rest of the season. How much longer can he go because of his innings limit? But I just want to end with and with Melvin too. I want to believe it's not. But then you look how fucking horrible this offense is and the players they're throwing out there and the amount of holes they have and the amount of like non-existent home runs this 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 lineup has even with Tatis when he returns that to me feels like just unless Preller makes two legitimate moves for this for this lineup including Fernando Tatis Jr. I I'm with you man it feels like 2021 on the on the offensive side when last year was pitching like last year was the pitching disaster this year feels like the offense disaster well, how about this? I mean, we're at the point where Kevin Acey is writing in his game recaps that the Padres are hopeful to get Hassan Kim back by Tuesday. Oh, great. Great. Hassan Kim and, returns. And they're hopeful that Jerkson Profar could return by late in the weekend. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're going to have Jerkson Profar return Saturday or Sunday, maybe give him the all-star break. Like, you're going to rush Hi. a guy back for a game against Arizona or two games. Like, that's how desperate you are for offense. That a guy off a neck injury and concussion will be rushed back when he's getting four days off for the all-star break, and maybe that happens, maybe it doesn't, but th this team is so strapped for offense right now that I'm, I am somewhat surprised that AJ Preller hasn't made some level of move involving either his system, like a Ruiz. I know we just called up Rooker who was on the 40 man, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta really think outside the box right now. I mean, Estuary Ruiz has 60 stolen bases and a 1000 OPS. So if you can't trade for someone today, I mean, I need to find a way to add offense like tomorrow, even if it's speed, they have they have no speed. They have no ability to move runners over, and they can't you know, score. Every time we have Kevin on our show on Extra thirteen sixty, John and Jim three to six Monday through Friday, iHeartRadio app. What do you hear him say? Not that they're looking for a bat. That he's saying they're getting a bat. He goes, they will be trading for a bat. When? When are you going to do it? <laughs> That's the thing, though. You know, it can. It's hard and to do it right now. Even, and can you even trust that Preller is going to get a legitimate bat? Well, the answer to that is no. No. All right, let's get to some more supers. Then we got to get to our sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor. But David, thank you for the super chat, David H one sixty, who says there's tons of bad vibes in this chat. Well, you know, David, this is the therapy session. Padres yeah. lost 12 nothing, scored this one is, run this, this is weekend. A safe against... place, let it out. I mean, listen, the Giants were playing awful <clears throat> baseball entering Saturday. And the Padres, by the way, need to find a way to win Saturday, in my opinion. Yes, uh, you essentially were going to get uh, who started? Shove, dude. We're not shove, but here's the thing. You've got to run in the second inning, bases loaded, one out, and the offensive savior who could be back Tuesday, Hassan Kim, grounds into a double play. How many <laughs> know, times have you heard me say? How many times have you heard me say against good pitching, you get one crack and you need to take advantage? And they yep. didn't take advantage. However, if Hassan Kim there hits a sack fly, 
who knows? There's an error, a wild pitch. You score a run. You might be able to win that game. I mean, it was 1-1 all the way until the eighth inning when your bullpen once again let you down. And this bullpen's a problem as well. Let's not just pretend like it's only the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bullpen is a problem as well. But, I mean, David, you're watching it like we're watching it. And, yes, they're 11 games over 500, but they're 8-14 and 14 in their last 22 games with a minus 34 run differential. Yeah. The writing is on the wall in front of us. If they continue to play this type of baseball, they'll be on the outside looking in. 100%. <clears throat> like this, you don't want this stretch to become, you know, you're 10 and 22 and they're like 32 games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a possibility because I think they're 8 and 18 in their last. No, 8 and 14. Okay. But still, I mean, it can happen. You go 2 and 6 in your, last, in your next eight games. <laughs> like, you're twenty. You're ten and twenty in your last thirty, and now you're how many games over five hundred? Only like a handful. What was your math there? <laughs> what would you say if they go what and what over the next what? <clears throat> they go two and six over the next eight. So okay, all star break seven. So just use that. Say two okay. and five into the break. Right. They'd be eight games over five hundred the all star break. I mean that's. And they were better <laughs> last year at the all star break. Yeah, they were thirteen over, right? They were thirteen over, and they came out and won two straight games. So they they were fifteen over. Yeah, late July. 15 late over July. Late July. All right, Juan, thank you for the super. He says uh, all the times he's been fleeced in trades, talking about Preller, is enough to get him <laughs> yeeted to the moon. Yeet! Uh, so much for his expertise in scouting. We've talked about this, Jim. I mean, he's definitely lost some trades. You know, I think he's won some as well, but there's no question. Juan's right. I mean, he's lost some trades. That, that's accurate. Yep. He has. There's no it's, question about it. He's got to do better, I mean, and he's got to. Here's the thing. He can't afford just lots of shots here, to your point. At the deadline, because he's got all this money to work with or all these assets to work with. It's like take one or two really good cracks, and you got to hit. 2027 20, trades. Mm-hmm. If this isn't going to be seven trades, I would think. Not seven sizable ones. And you know why that Preller made so many trades and no one else did in 2020? It's because everyone was afraid to because of the short season. Mm-hmm. And Preller viewed that as like his opportunity to try to go all in when no one else was trading. That's right. That's no right. One was, no one was trading. And now that we're back to normal, he doesn't have that luxury of everybody not want to trade. You know, Preller cannot by any cir- any circumstances come out at the trade deadline if he doesn't make a sizable move like a Josh Bell mm-hmm. or a Wilson Contreras, Contreras Ryan Reynolds, others, right? yeah. mm-hmm. you know, he, if he comes out after the trade deadline and says the same shit that he did last year about right. the pitching staff with the exactly. offense, yeah. I will, I will literally lose my freaking mind, mm. which is what I'm afraid is going to happen. Oh, Tatis is going to come back. Tatis is back. So we just need him to perform. We have Will Myers back. We just need our guys to perform and we'll be good. Like, give me an effing break. By the way, to your point, I saw in Lynn's article today about Tatis. He said there are hopes that if all goes well, he could oh, be back great. by. Listen to this. August. There are hopes if if all if all goes well, he could be back by early August. Yeah. Well, hold on. Can you, can what happened break? No, July twenty no. ninth date. What happened here, guys? Like, why the why 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 early I August? Get... You're under sixty games because at July 29th, you're at sixty two, and. I understand, and rightfully so, that the people in that front office have to think about yeah, the remaining 13 years. Yeah, definitely. 13 definitely. years 
are is in the big scheme of things and big picture is more important than a lot and then no doubt than that no shirt. Doubt. I get it. Yep. But like we've talked about, how many times are you going to have over the next handful of years an opportunity with the pitching staff you have now? Mm-hmm. By the way, to Tom's point here, I feel like if this game today was played in El Paso and the Chihuahuas had their lineup and the Padres had theirs, it would be a decent game. Sure, the Padres have Machado in their lineup. You think El Machado's on a rehab assignment, though? <laughs> but outside, I'm telling you, man, look at the way they swing in AAA. I get it. It's the PCL. It's at elevation. But, geez, these offenses are night and day. The AAA offense and the Major League offense, it's ridiculous. What's your reaction to this? Okay, Ben, first of all, you know I love you. What's your reaction to this? My reaction to that is, uh, hey, AJ Preller, your job is to hire people to help you. And one of those things is helping you with the draft. And your job needs to be focusing more of your time on the major league roster than the amateur draft and scouting. Because you should have hired scouts that go out and watch players instead of you going watching players. That shouldn't be your everyday job, right? You should focus more on the major league roster and trust the people you hire to go scout for you. Yeah, that's my thought. I mean, it's a 20-round draft. He cannot be accountable for all of those picks. If he wants to be involved in high-level conversations for their first pick or two, it's understandable. But like you said, they have a scouting department for this. They have national cross-checkers for this. And he has scouted in person himself as well, obviously, because he's a scout at heart. But no, the focus right now should be this big league team that's faltering at the big league level. It's not. I'm not focused on the 2026 season when I got a team that's holding on right now. Like I think we talked about this at the end of last year, and he didn't do it. And Darren, I remember when he interviewed AJ, he mentioned something to him at the end of this interview, which I thought it was a mistake. Should have hired a GM. Should have hired a GM. And it's like, you're the president of baseball operations and the GM of the team. I know you're a control freak and I know you want to do everything. I know you stay up until the wee hours of the morning, Mm -hmm. always texting, always talking. But, you know, maybe like get some help and i know you do have a lot of help but maybe like delegate more and hire a gm so that gm can focus solely on the big league roster like what it's not a, it's not a hard yeah. concept here like you see it all the time like you see with the giants farhan for the first year was everything for them right president of baseball ops and the gm then he hired a gm i don't think any of this has to do with the draft, to be honest with you, I think it's hard to make trades this time of year. Um, you know, if it, you know, they just made a trade today. I mean, they traded Robinson Cano. I think this has nothing to do with the draft and everything to do with the fact that the trade deadline's three weeks away and players that you're calling on probably have a premium on them until you get closer to that date of August 2nd. Like, who obviously the Pirates aren't motivated to trade Brian Reynolds today. Why would they? They could wait it off. I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you see the cryptic tweet by Robert Hassel? Yeah, just of him in the Padres uniform, like on like it looked like he was um like a mural, right? Or just like a cartoon of him, like what do you No, mean? he's not what, what what do you think that means? I don't know. I mean it might mean he's going to double A. There's no way they call him up, right? 
No, zero. He's not on the 40, man. And if he's coming up, then Ruiz is coming up first. Dude, Ruiz has like 60 stolen bases. <laughs> you see right. that? Most of the minors. Hey, guys, can we maybe give Ruiz a freaking chance? Like, I've seen enough of Batten. I've seen enough of Rooker. Well, maybe not enough of Rooker, but like... No, we Bat haven't seen... Yeah. Like, give me a break. Like, Dude, Batten's the new closer. He worked the ninth inning today. Oh, it's great. You gave him a run. I told, you that, for him. I told you that Rogers might be on his way out. I'm glad I missed it. Uh, Ruben says, thank you, Ruben, for the super. Thank you guys for the supers. Ruben says, why everyone AJ trade succeeds in new place? This is a question we've asked ourselves, Ruben. Because the developmental part of the Padres organization is not great. End of story. It's a good question, though. Thank you, Ruben. We've got to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Renters Life, Earthquake Insurance. Mark is your guy. He's a San Diegan. He's in Hawaii right now. He should be enjoying a Hawaii vacation, but he's texting back and forth with me because the wheels are falling off the Padres right now. If you have insurance needs, please contact Mark Nimitz if you're a San Diegan. He's a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. He can save you $750 on your insurance right now just by switching over to him. He can save you even more money if you have an electric vehicle. He can save you even more money if you ever file a claim as well through Mark. Auto home, renter's life, earthquake insurance. I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark. He helped us with a claim uh, recently, just this past spring into the summer. So Mark's your guy. Great service and communication. Huge Padres fan. If you support this channel, please consider Mark Nimitz for your insurance needs. All his information is above my head. MNimitzofFarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Absolutely. And thank you, Mark. Enjoy your time in Hawaii, although it's hard because the Padres are playing like this. So our buddy 619 Cam with the Super, also a member of this channel. If you want to become a member, you can click that Join button down below. It is greatly appreciated. You'll get custom badges and emojis, including the LFGSD emoji, which I saw someone say maybe we need a WTFSD emoji as well. That's pretty uh, good. 619 Cam says, I have faith and the Padres will look different a month from now. I'll take being around 500 by the break and roll the dice. Thanks for the chat. Here's the thing, Cam. They'll be well over 500 at the break. They're, they're 11 over, even a disastrous week of two and five. They'd be eight over. I mean, the worst case scenario, one and six week, that would be an absolute failure. They'd still be six games over 500 at the break. So they're going to be well over 500 at the break. My question is kind of the opposite side of the coin is can they go into the break on on a run can they win four of seven but it's hard to imagine with this offense right now that they can go to colorado and split and then win a series against arizona at home that's basically what we're asking for you've lost 10 straight in colorado the the rockies just got chris bryant back who is mashing cj crone everybody in that i mean mm -hmm. it's not even comparable their lineup to the padres lineup and the rockies are a worse baseball team mm-hmm so you go to Colorado knowing that you've lost 10 straight there. You're reeling right now. You had a disastrous homestand. Well, not disastrous, but you had a really bad homestand. Um, what they do before the uh, Giants series? Who'd they play? They got swept by the Mariners. And they lost three or four in LA. Right. So the homestand was two and four. Okay. Two and four. Mm -hmm. And after you win the first two against San Francisco, you got to take at least one of those next th next two to win three or four and win the series mm -hmm. and you'll shit the bed not saturday because it was a close game but still you had opportunities and you just missed out yep. today they just completely rolled over and died yeah they had no business i mean they had no desire to win that game i mean shoot None. look at it this way mackenzie gore could have thrown a no hitter today and they'd still be playing because they can't it's score yeah can't score a run 
And so, Mackenzie Gore did not throw a no-hitter. We'll get into Mackenzie Gore later. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Like you said, innings limit is coming up. He has not been near as effective over the last five weeks. He just hasn't. The two Rockies starts are within the last month today. And I, and I honestly thought it was just the Rockies that were a problem no, for him. I mean, his velocity's down. He's a rookie. He's hit a wall. Well, if you heard, if you heard, Pre- uh, not Preller, if you heard Melvin after the game, he he didn't say it, but his tone and how he was talking about Mackenzie Gore I think they're going to possibly shut him down or at least move him to the bullpen, skip his next start and drastically reduce his innings his role. And well, his I don't role. think you pitch him b- before the all-star break. I'd be surprised. That would only right. be one more. So you got to skip, skip him, give him a week or two here. And then I, I'm putting Nick Martinez in my rotation and Mackenzie Gore in my bullpen. And 100%. if that doesn't work out, I'm putting Mackenzie Gore in the El Paso Chihuahuas. And it sucks to and not sucks, but it's difficult because Nick Martinez has been a really good piece out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And the bullpen's been a massive issue. True. And so it's like you're taking away a strength from your bullpen because you have to go replace a starter. And your you bullpen is five been man shaky. rotation. You could go with a five man rotation if they yeah. wanted to in the second and half by, of the year. By the way, can I just say this? Um when Suarez got hurt with his knee. They said that was two weeks. Yeah, right. How long has it been? It's been more than two weeks. It feels like it's been two months. It feels I don't like it's been a month. Are you been like freaking a month. kidding me with this? Another example of this. This. The timing know. is never right. Never mind. It's never I, right. I, it's I, never won't even, I won't even go there. I wonder what's on your mind, though. Uh, JD's third with the super. Thank Date you, JD. on my mind. <laughs> Just I think we all know. Uh, he says AJ uh, Tingler Preller won't be around for draftees. I mean, that, that's, you know, it's funny you say that. A lot of GMs aren't, obviously. You draft someone in the first round, they could make it to the big leagues in three years. What are the chances that GM is still around three years later? 50 50 around baseball, something like that, 40 60. Something to be ma- said for that. Can you imagine the wholesale changes that a new GM would do if they got the job tomorrow for the Padres? Yeah, I think there'd be a few. <laughs> a few. Extend Will Myers, extend Eric Hosmer. Yeah. Extend Blake Snell. I'm kidding. It would be a lot of changes. And that's probably a reason why they won't have a GM change. Mm-hmm. They've already invested $230 million. Like, how do you blow that up? I'm just fascinated to see where this goes. Because if this blows up again, what's what what's the excuse now? Like, how can you possibly go to your fan base and say that we're just going to retool? With the same people in charge, like how, how? how can you draw forty thousand people a game and not score a run at home? How can you have a two hundred thirty million dollar payroll and throw out this lineup and throw out Matthew Batten? With all due listen, he's a good story. He really is. Brent Rucker's a former first round pick, but he's twenty seven and hasn't stuck. You know, yeah. CJ Abrams is young. Jose Azokar is not a big league hitter. Eric Hosmer don't get us started. Jorge Alfaro's had a nice year. And you know if Brent Rooker went to like the Dodgers, he would be tearing it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Trace Thompson is. Trace Thompson, what the fuck? What, what is going on? How are they eight games better than the Padres right now? Well, it was, you know it was why, like John. a half game like you three know weeks why. ago. You know why. The, the Dodgers are head and shoulders from top to bottom in every aspect of their organization. Deeper. Deeper and a thousand times better than Every aspect of the Padres organization. It's but, tough to but hear because you hate explain, the Dodgers. But that doesn't but explain true. Trace Thompson hitting. It doesn't. It cannot explain something like that. 
Well, maybe something the Dodgers have in their organization from what, their analytic, from their analytical <laughs> analytic department helped Trace yeah. Thompson that the maybe. Padres just don't have. And it helped it helped Matt Beatty, but it doesn't work for him in San Diego. Like it's just what are the odds of this stuff working out the way it works? I I, it's know. just whatever. I mean, the Dodgers just steamroll. I mean, this is what they've done for a decade plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, thank you for the super. Thanks for hanging out, Alex. Always good to have you in the chat. If you guys want to weigh in with the super, we get to all the supers. You can hit that dollar sign down below if you're here as well. Make sure to subscribe. That's the only requirement for Padres fans. We have year-round Padres content for you. Alex says. You have your good pitchers pitching in Colorado. You shouldn't lose. And if we do, then honestly, if we get swept or lose three or four, then it's worry time. Here's the thing, Alex. If they get swept, <laughs> it's five alarm fire time, in my opinion. It's DEFCON 1. All the alarms are sounding. Yeah. And three the- out of four would not be good. I don't Take think the it's babies. five alarm. Probably four alarm. You'd only be nine over at that point. So, no, you're right, Alex. I mean, they're pitching. Hopefully, can carry the day, and they can find a way to split. But like Jim said, they've lost 10 consecutive games there. Yep. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. It's like 10. 10 straight. And, like, I see this I see this from – um. hold on. From Juan. Guess what? Padres have money, too. So Yeah, I mean, Dodgers have more, obviously. They got more. I, I agree. But it's not like the Padres are putting out a $70 million pay, uh, $70 million roster. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a no, lot of right. moves. It's a lot of moves that have were made with a lot of money spent that have been failures. Like not just little failures, like big failures. Yeah. I mean, Myers, Hosmer, Pomerantz, Kim. These are big contracts. These are oh, sizable contracts. Yeah. You know, you you take those four guys, Kim. Myers, Hosmer, Pomeranz. You get rid per of them? Your sa- per year savings would be like 60, 50, around uh, six, 20 for Myers, 20 for Hosmer. Probably like six between 60, probably around 60. Yeah, not more than 60, 55 to 60. And, and I'll, I'll ask you this without those four guys on the roster, are they the same team they are today? Yeah, definitely. So the point is, like he just doesn't spend money well. Mm-hmm. And if you took those four guys off the roster and you could, you could honestly tell me, and I truly believe they would have the same record today. Maybe, maybe a little better, maybe a little worse, a couple games here and there. That just shows you how bad Preller has been. Well, they wouldn't be worse building this roster. Well, how could they be worse? That's a combined war of zero. True. I mean, Hosmer's like a one, and everyone else is a zero or a one. I mean, you could make that up easily. You, you, you could easily find a player with a million one million dollars just sitting there and rotting. Some of it is because of injury, Pomerantz, but no, I don't. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not using that as an excuse, John Myers. He got the money, and you should. If, if you're good at your job, you project out what guys are going to do, and you help them get to that point. And Pomeranz has been dead weight. Myers has been dead weight. Hosmer's dead weight. And Kim, besides his defense, is dead weight. So did, did someone not try to, like, I don't know, project this stuff out? And if they, they did, must they did have. a really bad job of it. They must have had the week off when <laughs> they tried to project that stuff out. 
Uh, Omar Sanchez, if you have mortgage needs, Omar Sanchez is your guy. He's our brand new partner here on the wrap up show. He's at Edge Home Finance. He appreciates your support. If you have any mortgage needs, he is here to help all Padres fans with their mortgages. You can text Omar right now. You see that phone number on the on the screen. You can also scan the QR code right now on the screen to get to Omar's website. He's available to you literally 24 hours a day. If you need anything related to your mortgage, he's your San Diego native mortgage broker, a San Diegan that is a lifelong Padres fan that went to San Diego State. He's a local business. And if you support this channel, please support our local partners as well. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, if you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, you can call or text Omar for that free, absolutely free consultation. And if you're a realtor, Omar is looking for local partners as well. Again, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. He can get you into your dream home. Scan that QR code right now on the screen for more info. 619-387-7798. Reach out to Omar any time of the day. Let him know the wrap-up show sent you. He will always get back to you. He will help you with any loan and mortgage needs. He is your guy in San Diego. Again, like John said, scan the QR code. It will take you right to his website, www.edgehomefinance.com. And again, his number, 619-387-7798. All right, let's get back to some of these supers. And again, if you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, you can use that super function by clicking the dollar sign down below if you want to become a member our brand new membership program is now available you can click that join button down below next to subscribe so alex back with another super thanks alex thanks alex can you imagine this can you imagine this three weeks from now he says feels like aj gonna sell the oh sell the farm i thought he said sell the team um i wouldn't be shocked if he sold the farm (laughs) imagine if he was selling off parts that would be surprising selling off major league parts at the uh at the deadline could you imagine Hmm. No, not with the way they draw. It's like impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. Like you can't sell that. I'm going to trade Joe Musgrove for some teams second and fifth and seventh. Yeah, we just couldn't prospects. keep him. We didn't think we'd be able to keep him this offseason. I would lose my shit. I would I on the air that day. Oh my gosh. I would 1000% say that like you need to be fired right now. The thing is, you don't make moves like that without like approval from the highest level. You don't just trade Joe Musgrove without no. Peter Seidler being involved in something like that. No, but if that happened, I, I, along with every single one of the fans, would call for Preller's head. Yes, it would be, and that's why it won't happen. Nope, it would be an, it'd be a bad day, right, Rich? I might, I might, I would think about dropping an f bomb on the radio, but I wouldn't. Hmm. But not like John, point- who cusses. I did cuss on the radio one time. Uh, but this point is a valid one. Like, does he sell the future for the now? And if he does, I can't really fault the strategy, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of fans would appreciate it because of them going kind of all in to win this year with the pitching they have, you know? And knowing Preller's track record, it probably wouldn't work out. Right. So you're dealing with like a double edged sword here. Like, oh, that's that's trade the farm for for a bunch of pieces. But usually when he does that and he trades off a bunch of pieces, they never work out. So like, you know, what's gonna happen? I don't know. 
I have no idea. I, I think he's going to, I don't know if he's going to go all in. I don't even know what that means. I think he's already all in with his payroll. Craig, you don't mean that. Oh, wow. I said, oh, sorry. You don't stop it. You don't, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus, you idiot. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't mean that, Craig. Take it back. You don't mean that. Craig says no, if Jerry Musgrave would get rid of Preller, I'd want it. That's <clears throat> lose a battle, lose a war. At the end of the day, player, I mean, the players are are what's gonna do everything here. Um, yes, Preller is the one he makes the moves. The players gotta step up. But you're to, to get rid of one of your best pitcher, like, no. They're not trading Joe Musgrove. Now, I can't guarantee that they're resigning Joe Musgrove, but they're not trading him. Dude, I would lose my shit. No, there's no way. There's, and I also, there's I, no I also will lose my shit if they don't resign him. Correct. Like, what's the what's the argument for not resigning him? Literally like nothing. Literally well, nothing. He's going to cost Jim twenty five million a year. Great. Yeah, there's a reason because he gives you a chance to win every time he pitches. He's your best pitcher. He's a clubhouse leader. He's an all-star, by the way. Congratulations to Joe Musgrove today. Uh, he's San Diego everything. He's beloved by this fan base. He's not just a fan favorite. Like He is one of the best pitchers in baseball. And ever since 2020, he's improved every single year. So his trajectory right now is on pace, like Bob Melvin said, is one of the best pitchers in the game. He is a workhorse. He's a stopper. He's an ace. There's literally no reason why they shouldn't resign him unless they just don't want to give him $25 million. So you said Musgrove to the Giants at the deadline for because he will go somewhere else prospects. and he will be a great pitcher for them. And it's going to be like Armageddon in this town if he signs with like the Dodgers. Okay, let's be clear. He will not be traded. Nope. There's no guarantee he resigns. I still think it's more likely than less likely, but yeah. he will not be traded. So we don't have to worry about that for three weeks. Because zero, be zero. I'm doing, I'm doing like zero percent chance. No chance. I think this is an interesting question from Felipe. Would a failed playoff attempt at the Padres trigger the possibility of Machado opting out? Now, remember, he's under contract through at least next year. Mm -hmm. I think he opts out based on his performance. <laughs> Honestly, not based on the team's performance. I think if he hits like he's hit this year, next year, then he's probably worth more than 150 million over the next five years after 2023. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if they miss the playoffs this year, does that impact Machado opting in after 2023? I, I wouldn't really think so, to be honest. I think he opts in if he's not playing well, and I think he opts out if he's playing well. That doesn't mean he's not going to be here after 2023. He might be getting a bigger deal after 2023, though. Um, this time next year, the noise on that will definitely be picked up. Like right oh, now, yeah. right now, huge. right now, I don't think there's much to be discussed there, but I do think if it's a combination of you're not winning and you're putting up a bunch of numbers and you're still not winning here, like, and you're looking at guys making 35, 40, 45 million dollars a year, and you're probably thinking to yourself, I can make 30, 35, 40 million dollars a year, you know, especially if it makes another all star team next year, you've made three straight all star teams. You're in the prime of your career. 
you think you could probably get forty million dollars a year. Now, if he's if he's the situation where he's like, like, oh, I mean, is my is he going to opt out to get thirty five million instead of have thirty? Like that that'd be, that'd be weird. Well, why would that be weird? Okay, a couple of things. If you would you opt out of your deal right now if you made X to make twenty percent more than X because thirty to thirty five is a crap ton of money more. Well, I do think a lot of, in sports has to do with what is the best player that position getting paid right and if you believe that you're better than that person then that is when you seriously start thinking in that player is like i need to get on the market or i need to become a free agent to make more than player x well here's the other thing it's not just about what you can make annually can you get a longer than five-year deal so he's gonna be at five for 150 what if someone offered him six for 175 170 is a lot more than 150. Is it? Yes. What? <laughs> well, you just said what's the difference between 35 and 30? John, I'm looking at I'm looking at it from my stupid brain where <laughs> 30 million dollars is like a lot of freaking money. It is, but so is 5 million. And I'm you like, know, oh, at least 35 million and 30 million. Well, these players all have me. agents. Their agents all tell them what's worth more. <laughs> more money's worth more. I mean, Except for Freddie Freeman's agent. He just doesn't tell him anything. <laughs> well, true. But again, Freddie Freeman went somewhere for money. That's how this. That's how the world works. All right. Isaiah, thank you for the super, who says, uh, I believe that the farm system is priority number one and how good teams stay good, but I don't trust this development team enough. I say sell the farm. <laughs> They've sold the farm before, and the farm gets good elsewhere. Ty France, Cal Quantrill, Eric Lauer. Ty France was snubbed. Okay, Jeff Passon. He was, bro. <laughs> He'll be on the team. It's fine. He's like my He'll favorite, like non be 50 changes over the next 10 days. He's on the team. True. Right? True. Someone true, will true. be hurt. Someone won't play. True, John. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. I really don't. A long weekend, right? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all had a long weekend. It's true. How you done? Watching this. Yeah. So here's my here's my question. What can he do to really turn this ship around? He can wait on Tatis, fine. Great. He can add, you know, give me a bat. Give me uh I mean, I wouldn't say Contreras or Reynolds. So give me the next best bat from there, Josh Bell. Let's say I would love Bell. Josh Bell. So let's say he adds Bell. In let's Hap. say he gets Tatis back at 80% of his production, right? In half. Hold guess. on. Or you gotta plug my computer in. Okay. So I'll go through the theoretical. He adds Bell. He adds Tatis at 80% of whatever he did last year. He adds an eighth or ninth inning guy. And that's basically what he's able to do. I wouldn't be shocked to be out of starter, by the way, with Gore running up against this innings limit and being ineffective with Mike Clevenger coming off Tommy John. I wouldn't be shocked to be out of starter. But, I mean, if he adds Josh Bell and he adds a reliever, are the Padres now all of a sudden destined for 99 wins? No, but how much better would their lineup look with a 3-4-5 of like Tatis, Machado, Josh Bell? A lot better. Oops. Um, like Rich McGuire says, yeah, Bell helps a lot. I agree. Like Bell's basically an all like he's pretty much an all-star. Mm-hmm. You know? And and then getting another like if they got Ben Attendee, Bell, and uh, a reliever, 
Now it's like a I mean, I'd, be, I'd be happy because of Bell, probably. Bell would be a huge get. Huge. And he's probably going to be looked at by a lot of teams around this. I mean, the Nationals, the Nationals are going anywhere. Why are you keeping him? And there's a lot of Gallo chatter in this chat. Would you trade Hassel or Bell? No, is he a rental? He's a rental, right? Josh Bell's under contract for another year, I want to say, right? Look at that. Actually, he might be a rental. You're right. I think he's a rental. probably not. Yeah. I think he's a rental. Yep, he's a rental. Scott Boris client. So no, probably not. Well, then you're not Al- getting them. <laughs> Alex says, thanks, Alex, for the super. He says, guys, hear about the Gallo rumor, Gallo for Lamette. I'll do that right now. Hell yeah. Wouldn't think that. about it. Wouldn't think about it. Now, no, let me, let, let me it, think about it. Yes. Well, I was going to say the only reason I wouldn't do it is if I could do better than Gallo for Lamette. And maybe that's a possibility because Gallo has been this awful this year. But what's you Gallo plug him in right paid? now to the outfield, add some slug. What's Gallo being paid? Probably more than Lamette. Which is stupid. But that's a good point. Well, the Yankees will eat that salary. Come on. It's been that to get rid of them, they'll eat that salary. Yankees got to pay for Aaron Judge, bro. So what? They can, like you said before, you could like DFA Lamette if you wanted. No, they still continue to, they still continue to trot him out there and, like non situ like non impact situations, and he continues to yeah, shit the bed. Ten nothing. Hey, here's Nelson Lamet. What? Why? What's the deal? Like, what are we doing? I don't get it. Tears it up in the minors. Comes back up here, gives two runs up to the freaking Giants. Was it two or three? I don't know. If you think he pitched two innings, gave up two runs. Two and a third, three runs. Oh, great. That's got just the final great. out in the sixth inning. Though he got that final out in the sixth inning. Oh, perfect. Good job, Lamet. Give him, a, give him another contract. Give him a contract extension. Good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Craig says he thinks Gallo's a 10, which isn't crazy for two months. That would be like four. Yeah. So you could you could swing something like that. But then again, if you're going to spend 10 on Gallo, Contreras makes 10. But Contreras is worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Contreras is worth it. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I need to tell our viewers about our partnership with Aura. So I'm going to do that. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Our buddies at Aura, Will, we just saw him this past week, co-founder yes. of Aura in San Diego for Thank you, Will, summer. for the lunch. Appreciate you, as always. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Aura, O-R-A dot organic. You click this Take the Quiz button down below. You'll get 30% off your very first order. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan. He has offices for Aura in Liberty Station. He's a lifelong Padres fan. Uh, he lives and dies on this stuff like we all do. ORA.organic. It's a plant-based nutrition company and a great company. I take their probiotic every single day for digestion and heart health and other reasons. They've got probiotics, which I just told you about. They have proteins for post-workout. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils, and they have sleep supplements and immunity supplements. So many great products. Something literally for everyone. Again, a local company. And if you support this channel, we'd love if it, we'd love it if you supported our partners as well that are local. So ORA.organic, plant-based products that can improve your health in 2022, yourself, your spouse, your children. Make sure to check them out and click that Take the Quiz button to get 30% off your very first order. Yeah, I got everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. 
uh, protein powders, pre-workouts, probiotics, fish oils, everything. It's all vegan, all organic. It tastes delicious. The pre-workout I take, the raspberry net, le- raspberry lemonade flavor, it's great. Go there right now. Aura.organic. Take that quiz, as John said. You get 30% off your first order. You will definitely thank us later. We are hooked on this stuff. We are, no doubt about it. Thank you, Will, again. Uh, San Diego that supports this channel, please support ORA.organic, as well as our partners, Mark Nimitz, and also Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Um, okay, so Alex says, how does the money work that they got from the Cano trade? Did you even see anything reported in terms of how many dollars they got? What is it, a few hundred thousand dollars would be my guess? Bro, it's the, it's the, it's the, vo- it's the uh, feared cash consideration player. Yeah, what's the consideration? A couple million, maybe. You think the Braves gave a couple of million dollars for Robinson Cano? What, two million? You wouldn't do that? No. A million? You can't make the Padres. 500,000? <laughs> right. That's my point. I don't think it's two million. I don't know, dude. I don't. I mean, I'd be surprised. Maybe. I, I, I'm excited to see what it is. I think it's like 20 bucks is what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't think two million. It's a hot dog. <laughs> like, buy, like a bucket of balls. I mean, Popcorn. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Christian says less than the league minimum he was making for sure. So anyway, the point is they need money. I mean, that's why they're making all these deals. They're trying to compile some cash. Isn't that sad though? Kind of. Yeah. Grisham, Machado, Cronenworth, Alfaro, Hosmer, Azokar, Rooker, Abrams, Batten. How many games did you win? Throwing that out there 162 times. 40? Probably like 72. No chance in hell. Zilkar's your six hitter, dude. What the? 72. F- you better have the best pitching staff in baseball history. Because this is a Grisham that hasn't hit. This is a Cronenworth that's been okay. This is an Alfaro that's having a career year and has a 730 OPS. It's not exactly like, you know, life-changing year. It's on Aaron Judge. No. I mean, Hosmer's blah. Zilkar, blah. blah. Rooker, blah. blah. Abrams, blah. Blah. Patton, blah. Blah. And Machado. Good. He can't bat every single time. No, he cannot. Did you know that? I actually found that out recently, which was kind of a letdown because I wanted him to be like, I was like, why isn't he batting every time? He should be, ma'am. I, I got, dude, I don't know what else to say, man. This is literally. Tim's trying to roll and I don't blame him. There's nothing to say. Well, you know, sometimes after these losses, you're just like, can we just replay the shit that we talked about? You know, because it's the same stuff same story. over and over and over. And it's funny. I went back to, I, I was looking at our TikTok the other day. Mm-hmm. And I went back to like a video we did on August 26th. Mm-hmm. It's a TikTok. August. And it was me, it, uh, or no, uh, sorry. April? 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 Like, yeah, mm-hmm. April. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And it was me like ranting about the offense saying that like, if you think this offense is going to be like consistently good, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like rambling off players. I'm like, can you really trust this guy? Can you really trust that guy? He's like, it's going to be, I was like, it's going to be a problem for the entire year. I was like, you're right. I hit it. (laughs) You did. I mean, it's a problem and it's not solved with Tatis. I don't even know. I don't know. It solves it. (laughs) Nothing solves it. New hitting coaches, new managers, yeah. Uh, bring in the walls at Petco. Nothing will solve it. Bring in the walls. They still this team. This team is a great warning track power team. Gosh, man, they love it. They love the warning track. So maybe they, maybe kidding. you're right. 
Do something. I don't know what they're going to do. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to do much between tonight and tomorrow night in Colorado. Mm. That would be my guess. Um, okay, guys. will be hitting fifth tomorrow. <laughs> it's not good. Batting fourth, Zokar fifth. It's not great. All right, please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. We'll be back with you tomorrow night game, one of a four-game series against the Rockies in Colorado, a game that hopefully the Padres can win to snap that 10-game losing streak in Denver. Subscribe if you're a Padres fan. That's the only requirement. Also, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Please consider becoming a member as well by clicking that join button either now or later. If you're watching on replay, if you click that join button down below, you can become a member for custom emojis and badges and members only content as well. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. You can help save you $750 on your insurance this year by switching to Mark Auto Home Runner's Life Earthquake Insurance. There's a link down below for Mark Nimitz. ORA.organic. If you click the take the quiz button on their homepage, you'll get 30% off your first order all plant-based nutritional products. And of course, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, our newest partner. If you have any mortgage needs, please scan that QR code on the screen right now. All of our partners are San Diegans. And again, huge Padre fans as well. Philip, thank you. All you guys hanging out tonight, thank you. Hopefully better days ahead this week, the week before the All-Star Game. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. Until tomorrow night, peace. Bye-bye. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.